Coming up on Influencing Entrepreneurs. Because I had a mom gap in my resume, he used that against me. I quit on the spot. Really? <laughs> what does that conversation look like? Is it is it dramatic? It was a Jerry Maguire moment. It really was. Please, yeah, paint this was- picture for me. This season of Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spiracle Media. After years of teaching entrepreneurship and consulting business owners, I realized that true knowledge comes from the wins and losses of those entrepreneurs. These are the stories of those business leaders. I'm Casmer Ward, and this is Influencing Entrepreneurs. Is it possible that we're in the room right now with the two most charismatic accountants yes. in the country? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Definitely in Charlotte. Yep. So thank you for joining us today, Nisha. I I have to ask you, so we are both accountants by trade (laughs) and everything they teach us, we're very risk averse. Yet we've both gone in to start our own entrepreneurial endeavors. Tell me what led you on that journey as an accountant to become an entrepreneur. Yes. um, I think I'm right and left brained to begin with. And um, so I take more risks than the normal accountant and... Really what led me to owning my own firm was I went to a local firm here in Charlotte and was there for five years. And I had approached my boss um, five years in for a raise. And this is a public accountant? It's a public accounting firm, a local firm here in Charlotte. And, you know, I had a ton of experience behind me. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for six years before getting back into the workforce. So when I got back in, um, I came with experience and they gave me this opportunity, which was amazing. So I approached my boss five years in for a raise and, you know, typical accountant in me, I was like, here are all my accolades. Here's what I've done for five years. Your business case. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was super prepared for this raise. And uh, he, to my face, said no. He's like, you do not deserve this raise because you're not where your peers are. And I I asked him to um, explain what that meant. And because I had a mom gap in my resume, he used that against me. So not in performance, but actually just in years experience. Yes, yes. And I wasn't even asking for that much. So um, I quit on the spot. Really? What does that conversation look like? Is it is it dramatic? It was a Jerry hand? Maguire moment. It really was. Please, yeah, paint this was, picture for me. Yeah, so we're sitting across the table and he says, I'm not going to give you this raise. And I just looked at him and I said, I quit. And it was like sort of the lizard brain. No hesitation. No hesitation, okay. right? Um, and I got up. Walk down the hall, and everyone's like looking out of their office. You know, if there were goldfish, I would have grabbed the goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) And I walked out, and I'm at the elevator, and I'm freaked out. I'm like, "What did I just do?" And I thought, "Oh my god! Like, you have a son, you have a mortgage. Um, What are you doing?" And I'm walking to my car, and I'm thinking about like, "Oh, logo colors, logo." You know, I'm like, "Oh my!" So you're already building a business. (laughs) In my mind. And I have to ask, when you went into that meeting, were you like, did you have, I may quit if I don't get this? Did it really ignite something? It ignited something. I did. I had no business plan, no idea what I was doing. And I called my one big client that I had been working on. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really solicit him. But, you know, I said, I'm leaving. You know, you can follow me if you wish. And they said, we're coming with you. 
So it literally was a Jerry Maguire right. moment where I took my one big client with me. Yeah. And the next day I just started building. I knew what I had was accounting knowledge, okay. bookkeeping, how to maintain, you know, cash right. essentially. So as long as I had that with me, I could, the rest I could figure out. Okay. Is how I felt. So, so you, you leave your job, honestly, probably, you know, based on, I want to say some form of discrimination based on spending time being a stay-at-home mother, re-entering the workforce. You recognize it. You go to start your own business. So I'm sure all the uh, barriers of sexism have now been torn down and you don't experience any of that going forward. I, um, you know, I actually didn't. And it's interesting Um a big part of my initial client base were male-owned businesses. That has actually since switched okay. um, since then. But I had a great welcome out here. And the niche that I was in here in Charlotte was very new. So I had to really sell, you know, what I was doing because people are like, you don't do taxes or audits, right, <laughs> you know? yep. right? as a CPA. And uh, so I had to really educate people on like, here's what I do. And um, just got into and infiltrated the small business community. So, and I'm a, I'm a little shocked by that answer. I did think that the the barriers that, you know, and the gender gap that we have uh, with, with how we work in the workplace, I thought that probably you would experience some more challenges along the way. What do you think made a difference in the, you know, the practice you were at versus going out, being an entrepreneur within that community? Um, you know what? Customer service. It's as simple as that. I, you know, a, giving attention and um, just not being a boring, stuffy accountant, right? <laughs> right? And approaching um, accounting in a different way. It was hard. It was hard work, but to get out there and sell what I was doing and being this no-name, you know, accounting firm and people just not even knowing who I was, right? And so that was difficult at first, was building sort of the reputation. Um, and 11 years in, I, I would say that I'm well-recognized now in the small business community and all my business is, is word of mouth. But that initial sort of like, Hustling, trying to you know get your get your name out there. Um, you got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. You can't give up. What did they not teach you in business school that they should have taught oh, you? Oh my goodness. Um, well, you know how to start a business, right. essentially, right? And really, you know, we learn. I think the principles of financial statements and things, but do we really understand you know cash management and and you know really how to start a business, how to maintain it? what the, the foundation is, you know, they have an entrepreneurship school now, but back then it was literally just, here's your accounting degree and that's it. So as you're starting your, your own business, which is a lot of work, it's more than a full-time job. How do you work on balancing that with also, you know, being a working mom? Yeah, great question. Um, I read The E-Myth when I first got out, if you know that book, and um, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. So both of those books helped me kind of really understand where where to go and what to do. And it was really hard. I started on my kitchen table. And so my son was 11 at the time. And so, you know, we didn't have family sit-down dinners because my kitchen was my office. And it was for years. So um, that was really challenging for me. And uh, I work late hours, you know, building this business. So I feel sometimes guilt, you know, mom guilt of, you know, I didn't have, I spent a lot of time with him in the first few years because I was building my business. 
you started this business because you had a gap in your resume as a stay-at-home mom. Now you're a working mother. Tell me about the people you hire. I hire stay-at-home moms. When I walked out the door that day, I said, I will never let another stay-at-home mom who wants to come back into the workforce feel the way I did in that moment when my boss said, you don't deserve a raise. And so I've been able to hire stay-at-home moms. And uh, the pandemic has also allowed me to hire other women interns. So I've pulled interns from UNC Charlotte and NC State and been able to give other younger women before even becoming stay-at-home moms an opportunity to see what it's like. So you're not only recognizing this workforce that is is capable, but you're also not discounting because they're just as qualified in the, you know, with when it comes to accounting, bookkeeping, financial management than anyone else. Why is this being missed out in today's great question? I think the stay-at-home mom pool is the biggest untapped pool um, for mothers who want to be more than just a mom. I mean, women are so much more than being a mom or just their career. And they want to be, feel fulfilled. And I think people miss the mark on that. I think moms know how to multitask very well. Parents in general, right? Yeah. They just, they know how to multitask and they get the work done and they take pride in it because they know like, hey, this is something outside of being a mom that I can do. And it, I, and it means a lot to them. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for part two of this episode. Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spiracle Media. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash or visit casmerward.com.